I am Tim. And I'm Matt. And this is an emergency broadcast of Ear Buddies. Music's biggest night. Yeah. And music's biggest podcast. <laughs> yeah. You've got me so far. I'm, I mean, there. Yeah, I'm with you. You know where I'm going with this, right? <laughs> we have to we have to talk about the Grammys. Tim Obviously. Ugh, man, we didn't want to talk about the Grammys. No. Of course we didn't. This no. is an emergency episode. Look, mm-hmm. the Grammys were this Sunday. This past Sunday. They were. And the episode that came out immediately after, was not about the Grammys. Do you think that Tim and I missed a trick? Do you think we forgot that the Grammys were happening? Give me a break. No, absolutely not. We were simply trying to avoid having to dive into the muck. And then later on, we were going to be like, oh, you guys didn't even know about the Grammys because we didn't (laughs) tell you about them. It would have been really fun and and showed our acumen as podcasters. However, it's an emergency. Right. You know, we have joked about it being music's biggest night before, you know, sort of saying, oh, sure, in quotation marks, it's music's biggest night. But doggone it, it was, it was a pretty big night for music it last night. It was a pretty big night. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, duty bound and all that, here we are. Matt. Yeah. What I'd like to do is just pitch you various big moments from the Grammys uh, and get your immediate take. Okay, I... I'm probably ready for that, but who's to say? We'll and I want to, and I want to first say something that I think you and I have basically expressed on this show before, which is that it's best to view um, awards shows like this as nothing, essentially. Yes, absolutely. As less, perhaps less than nothing. It's sort of like who cares who won, who lost. It doesn't matter. It doesn't it's, matter. It's like a it's like the weather. It just happens to us these awards. <laughs> yes, we can't change it. Why fight about it? What I can't right. prove a point no, with the exactly. Grammys. We can talk about it over the water cooler like we would a nice, you know, warm day in February, but it it doesn't matter <laughs> ultimately. And there's no sense in getting all worked up about the outcomes whether you like them or not. It's a tedious exercise. So we won't do that. Instead, we will talk about the big moments, like Tracy Chapman joining Luke Combs for a duet of Fast Car. Matt, did you see this? I did. Hey, you know what? Let me give uh, you and me a little compliment real quick here. Please. I was hoping you would. Because I, the, the Grammy performers, mm-hmm. we have discussed almost all of them in depth. Finger on the pulse, buddy. Yeah, that is, I don't know if there's an award for that for the <laughs> Grammys. There are. Uh, probably is and we probably haven't gotten it but we do deserve it so it's congratulations podcast yes exactly. well done tim well we done understand um okay so you're asking me my yeah, take did you, on that did you like this moment you know how do you, how are you feeling afterwards when you when you watch the clip what do you think 
Buddy, I'm just going to bandwagon this and say what everyone on earth has said, which is that was amazing. Mm-hmm. Tracy Gorgeous. Chapman, her voice uh, has not aged, and if it has, it's just aged better. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, remarkable. Truly remarkable. Just a, a tune that is just being played as a tune, and that's the end of it. Brilliant. And I also uh, have to give a little bit of... I have to give a couple daisies to our buddy Luke Combs. Luke, yeah, absolutely. He did a good job. He always does. Um, but he it seemed as if he knew where the spotlight was shining. Absolutely. And that's a respectful and an appropriate uh, stance, I think, to take if you're doing that. Like, he knows yeah. what he did. He knows who he's playing with. And he treated it i think uh with the their gravitas that it the reverence yeah yes there you go wonderful great moment yeah really good you know good, a good moment thanks grammys wanted to start off high here <laughs> oh boy uh jay-z scolds the recording academy for never giving beyonce album of the year and obviously it's subjective y'all don't gotta clap at everything obviously it's sub- <laughs> obviously it's subjective because you know, it's music and it's opinion based, but you know, some things, you know, I don't want to embarrass this young lady, but she has more Grammys than everyone and never won album of the year. So even by your own metrics, that doesn't work. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I think, I don't know if I'm the right person to ask because I think that if I, if memory serves, and it often doesn't with me, but if it does right now, um, I have been on record on this pod saying something along the lines of, why are we worried about Beyonce winning Grammys? Like, yeah. she's doing fine already. I mm-hmm. mean, yeah, I, I, I get it, Jay. Uh, <laughs> I guess I'd be mad too. However, sure. I, think, I think what I would say to Jay, I would say this to Jay and maybe Giving you not, 20 more seconds. Go ahead. Okay. I'd say this to Jay and not Beyonce because I think Beyonce knows and Jay might not. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Grammys are fake. It doesn't matter. There so cool it. Uh, but you're right. But it doesn't matter. You're right. But it doesn't matter. Good call. Very good. 80-year-old Joni Mitchell gives her debut Grammy performance with both sides now. Uh, I'm not going to say anything bad about Joni Mitchell. Come on. She wrote Both Sides Now when she was 24. Well, she released it when she was 24. Who knows when she wrote it? Sure. Uh, she was probably 12. Who knows? <laughs> yes. And it's a lovely, lovely tune. Um, and for her to have written that at a, such a young age with the, the lyrics, having looked at life from Both Sides Now, it's like... Give me a break. No, you have not. But then at... <laughs> <laughs> at her age, to be doing maybe, that and maybe sort you of, have, uh, yeah, yeah, closing that circle, pretty uh, cool, fabulous. Olivia Rodrigo leaves with zero Grammys. That's okay with me. She's mm-hmm. twenty, something like that. Twenty twenty one. She's sophomore very, album. Yeah, she's very young. It's her sophomore album. Um, don't that, sweat it. Yeah, I wouldn't even I wouldn't lose any sleep over that, Olivia. I would just go home and say I had a fun night and you're going to be around for a minute, so 
you're fine. Now, we do have more to say about that in next week's regular episode of Ear Buddies, however. Just sort yes. of. Kind of. We'll, we'll, we'll table it for now. <laughs> Miley Cyrus wins her first Grammy. Record of the year, Flowers. My nails, cherry red, match the roses that you laid. Ooh, um, I that's fine with me. I think Miley's hair. Look, Miley's hair. Yeah, talk, talk. Last, forget the forget the Grammy. Talk about the hair, please. <laughs> well, because we've talked about flowers and yep. kind of how we feel about it. it sure. sure. Um, Miley's hair was exactly what I always try to get my hair to look like, <laughs> and it never will. And I I realize this on a, a subliminal level. However, I yeah. keep trying and failing and then well, i cut it all off and i try again i think yeah. she looked amazing somebody online said she looked like an expensive cat yeah i mean i would take that as a compliment that was definitely beautiful i mean any you know i don't want to judge women by their looks exclusively <laughs> uh we we know what here's the thing dim like i said we know about miley we've we're no. on record about miley she's a superstar she's a superstar yeah and great hair perfect great this hair. is thank you, Matt. You're, this is the service you provide to the army. Thank you. <laughs> All right, I've been beating around the bush. Yeah, Taylor Swift wins her fourth Grammy for album of the year with "Midnights," mm-hmm. and during her win for best pop vocal album, Taylor announced. The Tortured Poets Department, a brand new film starring Robin Williams. Coming out April 19th. 1994. 1994. No, the Tortured Poets Department, Matt, her new album, her 11th record coming in April. Um, But I know that the way that the Recording Academy voted is a direct reflection of the passion of the fans. So I want to say thank you to the fans by telling you a secret that I've been keeping from you for the last two years, which is that my brand new album comes out April 19th. It's called, <laughs> it's called The Tortured Poets Department. I'm gonna go and post the cover right now backstage. Thank you, I love you, thank you. Big moment. The, the big moment, of course. Tim, where are you? How are you? How oh, are you doing with this? You're doing this. Okay. I'm sorry. I have to. Sure. Fair enough. You got to, you know, draw a line in the snow. No, Matt, me. that's only fair. <laughs> that's only fair. Matt, when I was in high school, I played in a little jazz combo led by a really incredible trumpet player named Steve. I'll leave it at just first names only here but <laughs> steve was i mean he's a big big deal from north dakota but he went and played in the glenn miller orchestra and everything mm. like he's a certifiable trumpet player and asked me to be his drummer playing dinner jazz at a little spot downtown and this was like my 50th gig with steve and he, we had a singer who would come in every now and then a uh, great lady singer doing some jazz tunes and on one of her numbers, Matt, I had a microphone back there with me, and I was doodling away on the mouth trumpet. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was a sort of thing. I was I was riffing. Okay. 
Just noodling around her vocals. <laughs> okay. Just entertaining myself, I, you know. And and came time for a break, and Steve approached me with a stern look, and he said, Tim, do you know what it means to steal the spotlight? Have you ever heard that term? And Matt, I had heard that term. <laughs> okay. And I did know what it meant. Thank God, all right. And And he was right. That's what I was doing. I was stealing the spotlight from... What everyone should have been focused on, which was the lovely singing uh, that was being performed. Matt, I tell you that story to say that if I were an artist at the Grammys, not named Taylor Swift, I'd be so dang annoyed. I'd be like, it's got tonight has to be a Taylor thing, too, huh? And not just not just a you know breaking grammy records and whatnot thing. yeah but it has to be a it has to be a taylor makes more money thing too yeah the first stop of yet another pr tour right and so my first reaction pal was are you serious she couldn't she couldn't wait until today she couldn't wait until tomorrow you know, she had to take some of the bandwidth away from Joni Mitchell and Tracy Chapman and etc. Like that yeah. <laughs> is a stinker move in my opinion. Which yeah, which I'll say is bizarre because Taylor, whenever you want, you can say whatever you want and everyone will listen to it. You didn't really need the Grammys. The news cycle stops and turns to what you're doing. Absolutely. She did not need the Grammys to do this. So that annoyed me. Now Matt Mm-hmm. I would like to know how you feel about four words. The Tortured Poets Department. Tim, I... <laughs> Boy. This is a, a brief emergency episode. Yeah. But I have about 90 minutes of monologue in me right now, which I will not do. Tim... Okay, Matt, really, really, really quick. Can I table set just a smidge? Yes, please, and please. I know I was just... I was just uh, you know, lit the Bunsen burner under Taylor there. But I want to say, I want to say that Matt and I, we, I want to reiterate, because we've said this how many times on the pod, Matt? We so admire Taylor as a musician. Always have. Always have. Incredible. Singular talent. And I know that right now with the whole Super Bowl, is she going to endorse Joe Biden? Why are they cutting away to her so often during football games? Why is she so loud and proud about her relationship with Travis Kelsey? I know there's a lot of discourse right now. And I want to be very clear that you and I have no interest in engaging with that. Thank you. Yes. Yes. In, uh, and in fact, if we must, I think I can speak for you, Matt. We say whatever. It's it's great. It's Date great. whoever. It's fine. It doesn't matter. Right. It does it's not fine. matter. Exactly. I don't. <laughs> we are seeing you on NFL broadcasts. No. And anyone who's upset about that needs to check themselves a little right. bit. Right. She, I do not believe it is. Taylor did not get into this position so that she could wield political power. Come on. Or, right. I mean, she, I don't think she asked for it. She's no. doing fine. I don't, I'm not going right. to, I'm not going to. That stuff is nonsense. We are here to talk about, as always, the tunes. And so, Matt, I would love to know how you feel about The Tortured Poets Department, the 11th album by Taylor Swift, set to be released in April. Sure. 
Okay, putting aside everything. Yes. Absolutely everything. I am like irate, maybe, <laughs> or disgusted, maybe. Mm. And again, one more time, right. coming from a Taylor Swift fan. Yes. I saw all of that. I was there all night. Yeah. Paying attention. Yeah. And I just, I can't wrap my head around what is going on in Taylor's head, I guess. <laughs> like, she has written so many killer tunes. Yes. And then now she's done. And now, right, it's sort of like she's maybe not even interested in writing killer tunes. Well, buddy, I don't like... That can't this, I mean that's not true, but you know what I mean. Right, I do know what you mean. This is... It's a bit sight unseen, sound unheard, of course, that's, because that's we haven't right. heard what's going on with the tortured poets department, mm -hmm. which I will mention also has a logo. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. But, Tim, like, I, I have very intentionally, over the life of this wonderful podcast, I have uh, strayed away from... Mm -hmm talking about lyrics yeah uh i don't i think that your mileage may vary so much with that sort of stuff eye of the beholder and whatnot yes that i don't want to come in hot uh yucking anybody's yum to use a terrible phrase sure right? sure sure um however the two images Yes. Basically, all we know from Taylor herself that were shared yes. for this upcoming album, the Torture Poets Department, it's, uh, I mean, that's the album name, yep. and it's her in a black and white, or at least very desaturated, sort of sensual but not sexual pose uh, among well, some pillows. Well put, yes. Thank you. That's Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> And then the other one, and I'm just gonna, if I may, Tim, Talk and not to it. go not to go over long, I'm gonna just recite the lyrics that she has provided us with. Yes, it's an image of what looks like again a very desaturated like Manila folder with the uh, the logo. That's right at the top, and a bunch of scattered uh, papers, and we can read the top paper. Yep, and. It appears to be some lyrics or poetry of some kind. It Matt, does appear it to be. And so I enter into evidence my tarnished coat of arms, my muses, acquired like bruises, my talismans and charms, the tick, tick, tick of love bombs, my veins of pitch black ink. All's fair in love and poetry, ellipsis. Sincerely, the chairman of the tortured poet's department tim that is something that i found in my own desk drawer at my parents house over christmas break i wrote it when i was 14 are you joking me okay buddy listen i know i know that you have uh, you have held your punches essentially on yes, lyrics for a long time on this show but as we have also said the experience of Taylor Swift is so 
um, you can't unmarry the lyrics and the tunes from the That's experience. Right. That's it's right. very, it's central to, to the whole deal. It's why Swifties are Swifties. So proceed. Yes. So this is some of the worst writing I've ever, ever read. And I'm taking into consideration and context uh, Taylor herself, right? I'm being responsible. Yeah. Well, right. Um, yeah. She, she is 34 years old. Mm-hmm. And she has written all kinds of bangers. Yeah. And in my opinion, a number of like good lyrics. Yeah. Um, I, I have said on this podcast that she is not a poet, right? She is mm-hmm. a diarist. Yes. She's good at that. Yes. But now at the age of 34, she's writing sentences or uh, phrases rather, forgive me, like my tarnished coat of arms. Uh, I mean, I could do the whole thing again. My muses <laughs> acquired like bruises. Love uh, bombs. She, she even does. Yes, love bombs. I, I love that. I love her. Uh, the image, the tick, tick, tick. She sort of scans that across the page in a delightful, poetic way. And finally, my veins of pitch black ink. Oh my goodness, Taylor, are you in sleeping with sirens? Are you in my <laughs> chemical romance? That. And and then to say all's fair in love and poetry. That means whatever, right? It doesn't. I'm nothing. Uh, but I am. I am concerned. Tim, I'm concerned because uh-huh. she is, it seems like she's regressing. This is barely entry-level poetry. And mm-hmm. for her to be doing, I guess, like, I mean, I, I, again, I don't know how it's, like, what she's going to do with this, but the tortured poets department, she is the whitest girl, and <laughs> she is the most millennial girl, oh, woman, dude. I can dream oh, of. Yeah. She is it. I like Yeah, this is we are we are so deep in the ocean of millennial cringe here. It's so bizarre to me like why are you going this direction? And and another terrible thing, I'm sorry, is that the like she is the bellwether here mm-hmm. and she is going to have at best her army of Swifties um going that direction and believing that bad poetry is good and at worst uh, uh signifying some sort of sea change in lyric writing and everyone is going to be like i want to be a poet like taylor swift mm-hmm. no this can't happen but it's going to it's I, it's Matt, it's devastating i am so i'm mostly kind of listening to you here and, and taking in what you're saying because <sighs> i am not a great analyst of lyrics that or or poetry it's not uh, just has never been my thing. Um, but I want you to note what I just said there, lyrics or poetry. Because if there's a lesson I've taken from you, buddy, it's that <laughs> musical lyrics are not the same as as poetry. It's, buddy, it's, that's it's exactly different. right. And I get that, you know, as as a little lyrical dum-dum, I get that. You, no, and, and you know that, yeah. right? Like you, I mean, you are educated and cultured, but like, one does know that people who are lyricists are not necessarily poets and vice versa uh uh, leonard cohen was Mm. a great lyricist and then released a 
well-received book of poetry. This does not always happen. Lyricists right. often try to, uh, you know, change directions or branch out or whatever and release poetry, not realizing that it's not the same. Poetry needs its own rhythm and its own heartbeat. Uh-huh. And lyrics, frankly, don't because you're singing them. They need to be good, of course. You need to try, but it's not the same thing. And for Taylor at her age, with clearly the lack of, I'm sorry, the lack of uh, awareness of the history and and uh, technical prowess that poetry, writing poetry requires, mm-hmm. is... It's not gonna go well. It can't go well. It should, don't and and to 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 start off to do the opening pitch with uh, pitch black ink and tarnish coat of arms. Yeah. No, like <laughs> I'm sorry. This, this is scary. I, I know. I feel like I'm not over exaggerating here. This has really been simmering since I saw. I know the news, and I, I can't. I don't want to be there when this happens and i I know that i will be i just okay can i can i pivot a little bit here please just don't i don't i gotta stop talking please go tim let me just say let me just say every new announcement of a taylor swift album you know this is how i felt with midnights uh and so on it's just it's an it is for me a hopeful moment and i think Mm. maybe it's Maybe maybe she's going to do it. Maybe she's going to drop a killer pop album. Maybe Jack Antonoff isn't going to be right there sitting next to her in the studio the whole time. Maybe she's going to branch out sonically, do different things. Maybe she's going to do country again. I don't know. Who knows, man? I I feel that there may be, and we, we said this, there's got to be gas in the tank as far as like great tunes go from Taylor. Yes, right? And so, come on, come on. Maybe this I know. is like, uh. I, I'm hoping. I'm hoping that I can keep my little lyric brain off as it almost always is. And you know, maybe it's going to, you know, maybe her pitch black ink and whatnot is going to be accompanied by some like incredible melodies and yes great tunes and, and tim i would be thrilled with that i hope i love I'm, all kinds of tunes that have garbage lyrics i yeah, really do like sure but like there's hope but tim with hope comes fear of course know, of course and my fear <laughs> i want i'm i want to be with you here and i'm i'm going to do my best in the coming months up until april 19th mm-hmm. to get there but my fear is that this is Midnight's Part 6. Yeah. And it's Jack and some sub-bass and some Lynn drum machines and Taylor just sort of scatting her new lyrics over these dark, chilly grooves. Yeah. I... Boy. Yeah. But please, please, God. Please, God, no. <laughs> Just give me another, you know. There's gas in the tank, man. Take me, take be. me back there. Yes, or, or take me somewhere new. Even sure, do any, do an album of jazz standards. Sure, I'd take it. I would take it. Please. So I'm. So I am forcing myself to, um, you know, I listen, buddy. I've, 
I understand people feeling overexposed. Like I said, I wish she had taken any other moment other than in the middle of celebrating all kinds of musicians to, you know, trend number one again. Um, I get the overexposure thing that a lot of people are feeling, but I'm trying to set all of it aside and just think, give me some good tunes, Taylor. Come on. You can do this. She can. You have been on the Eras (laughs) tour, Taylor. You have been out there night after night, an unprecedented tour, long, filled with your old tunes. You're hitting everything. You are reminded daily of how killer some of those like first five, six albums were. They're rattling around in her head, man. You know they're there. They must, of course, they must be. Lean into it. I hope she leaned into it with this. Yeah, that's okay. I have, I have some hope. Come on. <sighs> Talk to you later, buddy. Talk to you later, buddy. <laughs> <laughs>